Hey there. It's uh, it's Tuesday. It's just another day, right? Um, so a few weeks ago, um, we were about nine, ten weeks into the lockdown because of the pandemic, and uh, my doctor said to me, I could start taking my dog out for a walk and uh, to help with my um mental well-being and general health and fitness really um so it started off great really because uh the streets were quiet you could hear the birds and the air was clean and nobody was about so that was great but um i've noticed over the last couple of weeks that the, the roads are getting busier and um it's like we aren't even in a pandemic really anymore people are just well, I can't see, obviously, and my hearing's not great, but um, it just feels like people are just trying to, um, yeah, just um, forget that anything's ever happened. Anyway, um, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Today, um, I went for a walk about just over, just under 3K, um, just under 3k, just a normal walk with my guide dog on a, on a basic route we do most days. Um, and most days it's fine, but it was one of those mornings that was, uh, it was quite challenging. I, uh, I have a, I have an anxiety disorder, which I have to manage, which is, uh, tough enough on, on a, on any day really, but, um, you know, I'm I'm getting better, I'm managing it better, and not using it as an excuse anymore. Um, but the first challenge was um, the main crossing on a busy main road. Um, and there's a bus stop, and, and me and my dog, we waited to, to cross the road, and... Um, we couldn't cross because there's a bus there, just parked there. So like, you know, yeah, it's a bus stop, but it's also a crossing. And and that's always been there. Um, but the, uh, the frustrating thing about it is that the driver, the bus, the engine's not on and they don't do anything. They just sit there. So me and my dog, me and my guy dog, Harry, uh, we just stood there waiting to cross the road. And um, I mean, this is a common thing anyway, but um, when that happens, people help us across the road, but we're in a pandemic and we're supposed to be social distancing to protect um, others from spreading the virus. And yet the bus driver sat there with his engine off he will know. He will. He knows we're there because he would have seen us, and we stood there for a good few minutes. And um, sometimes people offer to help, and I don't. I'm reluctant to accept it these days because of of the virus and everything. But um, I I accept help graciously. I don't shout and get angry about it because that manner gets you nowhere, and um, 
negative attitudes don't get you anywhere. Even regardless of whether the other person is right or wrong or vice versa. It's about acting in an appropriate manner and trying to educate people. People are more likely to listen if you react in an appropriate manner. And that can be difficult when you know the other person is in the wrong or people. Um, so yeah, we're just stood there and today nobody came and offered help, but um, after a few minutes the bus went and then we could cross the main road. So that was one, that was the first incident. And um, the second one, you know, I thought like, yeah, okay, um, we've done that got over that, take a deep breath, move on, forget about it. Still got the whole day ahead of me. And, you know, that driver doesn't care how I feel. And I can't change what happened. I need to, you know, so I, I need to learn how to feel okay about that, move on from it. And, um, find a solution then if there is a solution act on it if there isn't just move on and when there's an opportunity to educate somebody don't do that but uh, I, ha- I didn't have an opportunity to educate them this time so I just moved on but um, on the way back home um, further down the road across a couple more roads and a crossing and um there was a truck or a lorry on the pavement and there was a lot of noise because the motor was running. Um, and he was, he was obviously blocking the pavement. So my dog wanted to guide me around it. But the thing is, um, because of my deafness, I have to wear hearing aids. And because the motor was running on the truck or whatever it was, a lorry, <clears throat> I couldn't hear anything useful to safely step into the road and just go around the vehicle. Um, So somebody came and they were offering to help, obviously. I couldn't hear them. So all I could do was just stand there, explain I couldn't hear them because I wear hearing aids and I was deaf. Just try and stay calm. And I said, can I hold your arm? Can you guide this around? Uh, so they gratefully helped out and I, I accepted. Um, I accepted their help and I explained and, and they and we went past the, the vehicle and they explained it was a truck or whatever on the path. Now, this kind of thing's happened in the past and I've come across the... Uh, the uh, owner of the vehicle or the driver of the vehicle before, and they tell me they don't want to go into the road because they'll be um, blocking the road because of other cars. But so I say to them, so it's okay for you to block a pavement for to block to block a pavement from pedestrians, but it's not okay for a, a vehicle to block. A road from busy cars so and then they expect somebody like myself to just step into the road into a busy it's it's do you see i think you see 
what I'm getting at here, you know, it's not, where's the logic? Where There's no logic in what that person's thinking. But again, that's a common thing that happens because somebody like myself is a minority. Now, I understand I've only been disabled six and a half years. So I've been on the other side and fair enough, I probably would never have considered I never drove or anything, but I never probably would have considered what it would have been like if I put something in the middle of the pavement. I wouldn't have been thinking about somebody with a pushchair or wheelchair or somebody might be deaf and blind or, you know, I am, I fall into the minority, minority category and I have to, I have to accept that and um, getting anxious about it or getting upset or angry isn't making me feel any better and it's you know and it's not going to change what's happened uh and on this occasion there wasn't the i the, i didn't come across uh the, the owner of the vehicle or the or the driver so i couldn't i couldn't educate them um but the point is i i kept it simple I knew we were in a pandemic, so things are much different. And I didn't, you know, some I didn't. It's not ideal accepting help, but if someone's gone off help, it's safer for me to accept the help than not to accept the help in that situation. Especially because I, one, I can't see what's around me, and I can't because of my deafness. I can't hear either. But you know what? Other people can't see that because I look perfectly normal on the outside. And I'm not going to walk around with a label on me saying, look, I'm deaf and blind, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, it's tough. It is tough. But um, I accepted that and I moved on and forgot about it. They shouldn't shouldn't have been doing that, really, whatever way they were doing, you know. They shouldn't have been. Anyway, that was done. I moved down further probably about 200 metres from my house, and I had to cross one more road. And there wasn't... I had to come off pavement, and nobody was blocking my my gangway or anything, but um, there was a car parked up right next to where I had to cross, and they had their engine running. Now, they weren't moving, and they weren't doing anything. So, again... It's not a winter's day where, you know, people have to turn their engine on and warm it up. So why do people feel the need to just keep their engine running when they're not moving? Because they're too lazy to turn the engine off because it, it, it it's too much of an effort for them. But people don't realise but. You know, I mean, for somebody like myself, again, minority sight and, sight and hearing impairment, that makes it extremely difficult to cross that road because I can't hear cars to judge when to cross because people don't realise I have to make that judgement, not my guide dog. I, I, I tell my dog when to cross. He just guides me safely around. He navigates me around things, but I am the one 
that commands him when to move. So if I can't take control of that situation, it becomes unsafe. But fortunately, I know this area very well, and I I can can take I can take control of that situation. But um, if people listen to this, you know, and you drive or whatever, wherever you park, whatever you do with your vehicle, think about it. Think about, you know, do you need to leave your engine running? You may be in a rush, but do you need to be blocking the pavement? Where should your car be? Should it, is it safer for it to be on the road or on the pavement? Because a car, a vehicle, if it's damaged, it can be repaired. A human being's life can't be replaced if it's lost. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I would just, like, bring up my experience today because I thought that was quite important. But um, I'm all right about it. Um, it's what's done is done, and um, I'm all right. I've had a good run on my treadmill this morning after I, I came home with my dog. I uh, did a four and a half mile run on the treadmill, which is good. Um, and uh, I suppose, yeah, just chill out for the rest of the day. Might call a few friends and um, speak to them and whatever, and just try to make the most of the rest of the day. Um, because that really is the only way forward you know with um this whole self-development thing because i could think about what's happened today the frustrating annoying things that shouldn't have happened because of other people's um lack of awareness or you know because they're so busy wrapped up in their own little wheels not thinking about the consequences of what their actions are um, you know, I can't do anything about that. I'm powerless. I can only control what I do today. And it's taken me years to realize that even before I had a disability. It's taken me years to realize it, but it's never too late. If you want to be a better person, you can be. But it takes time and it's hard work. Everything's hard work. Building relationships is hard work. Maintaining healthy lifestyle is hard work. A diet and everything else, it's all hard work. Some people can just do these things, they're just natural. It just clicks for them, but for somebody like me, I need to manage them. I I need to work on them a lot harder than some people may have to. Um, and I'm doing that, and I feel pretty damn good for it, and I feel damn good for talking about it. So, yeah, I think uh, I'll leave that one there today. Um, so, yeah, thank you, and thanks for listening.